Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Free Speech Friday edition of the Live with Rank program. For those of you who may not understand or shouldn't say understand, know what that is, that, my friends, is you get to produce the show if you so wish to do so. That's what a producer, among other things, does. They help produce what we're going to talk about, uh, the information behind it. You guys could add to our uh, production of the show today, and I would very much appreciate it. That means anything you want. It doesn't have to be what I'm talking about, what someone else is talking about. You can change the subject on a dime. 269-441-9595. One more time. 269-441-9595. Or you can email me at rank re as an excellent NK at townsquaremedia.com or join us via app chat if you have an app of one of the stations you're listening to me on. Well, some information. Well, let's start to show off with some good information. Remember I told you the other day about the guy who was upset that his credit card was denied at a gas station in Detroit? So he started to urinate on the snacks and then mooned the guy as he left and took the urinated snacks as well as the other snacks. Well, he is in custody. I believe he gave himself up. They were offering like $250 or something like that for him to, uh, uh, for someone to spill the beans on him. So that's some good news that that uh, disgusting human being is in in court or is in custody or wherever he is these days, and maybe he'll pay for it. So I, as I say, I'd like to start off the show with something uh, good. Good news. There's some uh, good news. Here's some other could be, well, it will be good news that uh, if, if you're still waiting on that $400 auto insurance refund, uh, here's what you should know. And Beth LeBlanc from the Detroit News put out a, a pretty good piece. I did email her about it this morning, and I'll certainly tell you guys about it. So if you haven't received your $400 check, and I've heard from some of you, some of you have, uh, most have not, it could take another month or so. The details behind it is this. The Michigan Ca uh, Catastrophic Claim Association had so much cash in it, by law, they had to send us a refund. This time's about $3 billion they decided they would refund to all of us. And that's where they got the $400 from. The $3 billion plus the 7.5 million people who are going to get it, that's where they got the, three, uh, the $400. They have until May 9th to get the funds to you. So if you haven't gotten the funds by May 9th, there's ways out there, and we'll address it if that happens, that you guys can um, make a complaint or an inquiry and find out where yours is, all right? In fact, they said, depending on the process they've put in place, it may take some insurers longer than others. What I'm learning is some insurers are using third parties as opposed to themselves. That may take a little bit more time. So what's happening is the money was transferred from the Michigan Capital Cat, no, Michigan Catastrophic Claim Association 
to the insurance companies that gave it to them because that's who they knew to give it to. And they know who to refund who are clients of their companies. That's the process. So some may take longer than others. The executive director for the Insurance Alliance of America, Aaron McDowell, said, quote, the great news is that insured drivers don't have to lift a finger to receive their refund. If anyone tries to contact a driver asking for personal information related to the refund, it's a scam. I want people to know that. Make sure no one should be contacting you, trying to get information from you so you get this $400 refund. Spread the word on that one. You should just get it if you qualify, and we'll get into qualifying. So as I said, there's about 7.5 million policyholders that are getting these $400 checks. Some of you contacted me last week when this came up and said that you had received them, so people have received them. This line is why I contacted Beth, the author of this piece. She says, quote, Governor Gretchen Whitmer called on the MCCA to issue refund checks and distribute its $5 billion surplus in November. Well, they decided not to distribute the $5 billion surplus and decided to distribute the $3 billion surplus. My concern is this, and as I wrote to Beth was, I don't know if you realize that Governor Whitmer had nothing to do with this other than telling them to do it because by law they had to. Now, we've talked about this before because I want you to be the most informed people out there. It wouldn't matter if Trump was in the governor and he said it. It wouldn't matter Schneider, any of them. Has nothing to do with what they said. Yeah, they could go there and claim it. I could claim it. The fact that I say, well, MCCA, you should give this money back to the Michigan drivers. Has the same weight of what Whitmer said, even though she's the governor. Why? Because it's by law. It means absolutely nothing. So I was trying to find out if perhaps she knew that. Now, I don't know. And I did write this. My interpretation of what you wrote was that these checks never would have been sent if it was not for the governor calling for them. So, again, I don't... Sometimes I wonder... Is it agenda-driven or is it, and I don't, we all get lazy sometimes, right? Is it just lazy reporting? Uh, is it uninformed reporting? I think it's important that people know that. By law, we had to receive these. The association surplus grew from $2.4 billion in 2020 to $5 billion as of June 30th. They say that's as a, a, in part due to the 2019 no-fault auto insurance reforms and higher-than-expected returns. So who's eligible for the fund? The refund will be distri uh, distributed by insurance companies to clients who had a car insured with the company as of October 31st, 2021. Now, I know you guys also contacted the show and spoke on air and I received email from some of you who said that's kind of unfair. I paid $400 
a or whatever it was, not four hundred. I paid all these years, yet I got rid of my car. Let's say on, um, I mean, what's the day here? October thirtieth. I, I got rid of my car in June of twenty twenty one, due to maybe you're elderly and you don't want to drive anymore because you don't want to harm someone. Maybe you lost your job because Whitmer got you laid off when she shut down the state and you blew all the extra cash that was given to you, uh, whatever it is. I get that argument. It's a solid argument. Now, they do have to have a date of which to go off of. Why they chose October 31st, 2021, I'm not really sure. They never really explained that. So if you didn't have an insured car as of October 31st, 2021, you will not be getting the $400 check. And also, they said individuals who were, quote, garaging, end quote, vehicles as of October 31st, 2021, without policies on the car will not receive a refund. Reason being is you didn't pay the MCCA fund for that. So you may have a car, you may have a license, you may have a license plate, you may have registration. But if you were garaging it, which greatly reduces your insurance, and you're not paying the MCCA fund, you're not getting a check either. It only applies to those who are paying the premiums to drive their vehicles on Michigan roads, they say. So the money will be ex uh, is expected to be distributed to drivers through paper checks that will be mailed or direct deposited into your account. So that's all you need to know. And I compliment Beth for putting out this piece. I hope she contacts me and lets me know if my interpretation was right or wrong. 269-441. 9595. You listen to Live with Rank. We'll be right back after this. This was interesting. A guy goes to see a play or something at Fox Theater in downtown Detroit. And many of you, if you don't know, the Illages, Little Caesars, practically owns Detroit. And they were waved into the parking lot next to the theater. Charged $20. The guys told him where to park. He went and parked. Goes in, sees the play or whatever was there. Comes back out. There's a ticket on his window. There's a ticket on a lot of people's windows. What was that ticket for? And who issued it? I'll tell you about that coming up right after this. You listen to Live with Rank. It is Free Speech Friday. So give us a call. 269 441 95 Nine five. If you have uh, something you'd like to talk about, maybe you couldn't opine on something earlier in the week. Maybe you have a question. Maybe it's something I hadn't brought up. Someone just emailed me yesterday saying, well, you're not bringing up this, that, or the other thing. And then they told me they don't listen to me much anymore. Well, how do you know I'm not bringing these things up? Number one. Number two, what is Free Speech Friday for? It's exactly for that. If you feel I'm not bringing something up and it should be brought up, Give us a call. You listen live with Rank. We'll be right back after this. You 
Keeps it alive with Rank the Rock and Roll Talk Radio on this Free Speech Friday. You're not lonely here on the show. Just give us a call if you have a thought about what we're talking about today or whatever. It's Free Speech Friday, 269-441-9595. Let me uh, enlighten you on what I said prior to the break. I don't want to be that type because it happens once in a while that I'll promote something, tell you about it, run out of time, come back on the other side and go to something else. You guys are on the phone. I'll get to you right away. There's a lot of lines in this new studio, so give us a call. Love to hear from you. 269-441-9595. We'll talk to Richard, George, and whoever's going to line up there. I was telling you about this gentleman who went to Fox Theater last Saturday. He drove to the lot where he parked before. Attendant waved him in, collected his $20. A second directed him to a spot where he should park. He did. He goes into the theater, comes out when it's all said and done, and he sees a parking ticket under his windshield. And, in, and it was for $50 and $100 after 14 days. But it wasn't issued by the Detroit Municipal Parking Department. Who was it issued by? Olympia Development. Who is Olympia Development? It's the corporate entity of the Illages, Little Caesars Pizza, that has all of the real estate underneath it. <laughs> so the question this person in the Detroit Prefest, Nancy Kaffer, is trying to answer, ask, and it's it's a good piece, is do they actually have the authority? I would think they have no authority. To be able to give tickets. They're a private company. Now, people may have been parking in your lot, but if you don't have that lot closed down and someone's pulling you in, what are you going to think? Quote, your entrances, he, he says to them, your entrances are wide open. A man flagged me into this lot and said it was $20 to park. I paid, and the other man parked me. There's a hundred other people here, end quote. That's what he actually said to someone who was writing the ticket. He saw a guy there, or people writing the tickets. The woman said, sorry, uh, sir, you can appeal it. So he is appealing it. I just thought that was interesting. You know, does a private corporation have the right to levy or collect fines? I'm thinking no. She, Nancy, says eh, she's having trouble finding out if that's true or not. I would think that's true. A spokesman for the Detroit mayor, Mike Duggan, referred to questions to Olympia Development. Really? Isn't this a legal issue? Are you not the mayor of Detroit? And it sounds to me like a legal issue. So be very, very careful when you go out there. Apparently, they were apologetic to him, gave him a, a, a pass to park or something like that. The questions this opinion writer was asking was, when, do, when did Olympia start issuing tickets? How does the company enforce payment? If the lot at Cass and West Avenue Adams was closed that night, why wasn't it secured? Who took his money? Can a private business even issue parking tickets? I would be surprised if the answer is yes. Now, Attorney General Dana Nessel encourages anyone who's been issued a parking ticket by a private business to file a complaint with her office. And then this, one longtime operator 
said that a business can require payment from drivers if it believes they have parked illegitimately, but said such notice should be accompanied by an honor box or some way to pay on the spot. Quote, there should be signage that says no free parking at any time. Pay into this box. End quote. The veteran, veteran lot operator went on to say, quote, but people don't look at the sign anyway. They look at the guy with the flag who looks like he's doing what he's supposed to be doing. End quote. He said every parking operator is familiar with this scam in which imposters try to collect money from unsuspecting drivers. He said, quote, I've never would have put tickets on a bunch of cars when it was my fault for not putting an operator on the lot in time. And this was a Saturday night. So I just thought that was uh, interesting. Kind of funny. It worked out okay for that guy. But again, how many people don't complain to Olympia and they just pay the 50 bucks? It is Free Speech Friday. Let's go to the phone lines. Oh, by the way, it's 269-441-9595 if you'd like to uh, join us. Let's go to Richard. Good morning, Richard. Welcome to the show. Uh, good morning. Hey, um, uh, your parking lot deal sounds like a scam, but anyway. Well, it was. No, the guys doing the parking lot were scamming everybody, but it was the Illage family through their olympia development that on a saturday night you don't have someone there operating it or you don't actually close it uh correctly i yeah i i'm i'm on the side of the par people who parked yeah me too hey i was curious um uh this uh check insurance check business is that per vehicle or one-time shot per vehicle oops hello just a I'm sorry. Something happened here. It's per vehicle, Richard. Okay, good. I've got five of them. Five of them that was registered on October 31st, 2021? Uh, I mean, not on that day, but yeah, they were... If they were not registered as of that day, you don't get the check. Yeah, as of that day, but not on that day. No, 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 no. I'm just saying you had to have that car registered and paying in full insurance or the insurance in which more than garaging. And then, yeah, you're going to get two grand back. Four, five, four hundred dollar checks. Would you like to share some of that with me? Uh, uh, yes, with my favorite bartender. Okay. <laughs> well, that's not me. I'm not your favorite bartender. <laughs> All right, Richard. Thanks a lot for calling in. Thank you. You have a great day. Two six nine four four one nine five nine five. I'll take a quick break. Come back on the other side. You guys have any thoughts? Give us a call. We'll speak to George next. 95.3 WBCK. Pause. Distemper, it's a horrible virus, and we're seeing reports of it in animals in California, Utah, Oklahoma, Tennessee, and Texas. Dr. Amy Starr is a vet at Paws and Hooves Veterinary Clinic in El Paso. It is very contagious and it is deadly. She says you have to vaccinate your dogs and cats against it or else. It eventually can lead to uh, twitches, seizures, and then death. Also, wildlife pros will tell you if you see a wild animal just sleeping out in the open, keep your pets away because there's a chance it may have distemper. 
And you know how awful it can be in a hospital emergency room? WebMD says Canadian researchers found a little four-footed therapy may help. A new study says ER patients who spent 10 minutes with a trained therapy dog reported less pain and anxiety. Maybe best of all, dogs will never ask if you have insurance. Take pause. Jill Nato, Fox News. After I got out of the Marine Corps, coming back home, it was just a mental breakdown for me. I was on the verge of giving up. That chapter, that season in my life was over. Now what? Who was I? That's what I kept asking myself. The pressure to have it all together, to heal, to quiet down the monsters inside, it was too much. I lost it. I had heard about the Wounded Warrior Project. I had seen the logo and that visual of a warrior carrying another warrior. The programs that the Wounded Warrior Project offers, it's not just the veteran themselves, it's, it's their whole family, it brings it all together. We have scars that we carry, and just because the scars are there doesn't mean that we're any less than what we were. Right now, I, I'm the best version that I ever have been of myself. I can embrace the brokenness. You wouldn't go into battle alone. You don't have to fight this alone. Visit woundedwarriorproject.org slash not alone. We'll have a few morning snow showers, then cloudy skies this afternoon. Northwest winds at 10 to 20 miles an hour, a high near 40. A few passing clouds tonight with light winds and lows in the mid-20s. For Saturday, cloudy periods of rain showers mixing with snow showers by nighttime, a high in the mid-40s and tomorrow's low in the mid-30s. For Sunday, cloudy with a high near 50. On Monday, rain showers likely, highs in the upper 50s. Listen to WBCK on your mobile device, anytime, anywhere. It's free, brought to you by Airway Auto Parts and recycling. Don't scrap your car. Get instant cash from Airway. She said, hello, my name is Bobby Joe. Meet my twin sister, Betty Lou. And we're both feeling kind of wild tonight. You're the only cowboy in this place. Texas smile on your face. I said, girls, I ain't as good as I once was. I got a few years on me now. But there was a time back in my prime when I could really lay it down. And if you need some love tonight, then I might have just enough. Live with Rank on this Free Speech Friday. We are rocking and rolling. I have a question for all of you. And I'm getting some nasty emails. You know what I found out? The people who deal with sports, they're almost nastier than politics. Well, at times, much worse than people who are into politics and comment. I wrote a piece. Does the University of Michigan football team support people who hate America? So I'm asking the question, does the University of Michigan football team support people who hate America? Now, may, many of you may have seen already. And as I've always said, 
When I tackle a subject that is reported about a lot, but it's all on a very surfacey level, I go deeper. So it's worth reading it. It's it's worth it's not worth passing by and saying I I know about that because I don't do that. I don't waste your guys' time. And I even wrote in my piece, I know many people will believe that my headline goes too far. Let me first build my case, and then you guys decide if it goes too far. Now, before we do that, let's go to George. He wanted to talk about the refunds, and Free Speech Friday is driven by you guys and your phone calls. So, uh, where am I at here? Here I am. Good morning, George. Welcome. Good morning. You've got a whole lot of interesting topics I'd like to talk about. The first wait, is that wait till you hear the next one coming up about California and reparations, but go ahead. The MCCA deal now, you talked to a gentleman a minute ago that said he had five cars or something yeah, yeah. registered. Now, there's a big difference between registered and I'm insured. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's right. If they have to be insured. Right, right, right. You're yeah, right. If yeah, he, I, did say, I did say registered, and you're right. It ha they have to be insured. Right. If he wasn't paying a premium on those cars on October 1st, uh, you know, October 31st, I was October 1st. I thought nope. September 30th, no nope. October 31st. Well, according to the Detroit news article this morning, well, whatever the date was, if he wasn't insured that day, he's not going to get the money, even right. though he had him sitting in the garage or he had him in a dealership right. getting repaired or right. something. Right. Uh, the other issue is how long have they had this surplus? Why didn't she call for this a year ago? Uh, you know, that's, because uh, it, it, she had to wait. So it comes out shortly before the election. Thank you very much. Uh, OK, now this other issue, the parking in Detroit. It's like Joe Biden. Did you, you know, yesterday and we'll get into that. I'm going to release one million barrels of oil every day for the next six months. What happens in six months? We're going to buy it back at a higher price. Well, no, no, no. What happens in six months? Well, midterm election. <laughs> it's yeah, the, right, right. It's, it's the election. It's just like this. And and on top of that, people may be impressed. One million barrels a day. Wow, that's going to help. First of all, the last two didn't reduce the price. We consume in America, just in the United States alone, we consume 22 million barrels a day. So one million is, is just, it's a political move that's going to end up costing us more money when we have to replace it. But anyway, go ahead real quick. Well, I think we're all in favor of clean air, but we can't afford to do it the way they're going about it. Uh, the other issue on the parking issue, obviously they were scammed. These guys didn't belong there that right. were taking the 20 bucks. Right. But I'm wondering what authority, and I hope this reporter in Detroit or whoever did the story tracks it down under what authority they claim to write the tickets. Maybe they're actually violating the Michigan Consumer Protection Act well, by it, pretending to be able to do something. Right. It doesn't look like they have authority. She cannot find it. And uh, Dana Nessel says if people are doing this, send her a complaint. So Now, there are I, I, lots. There are lots, like uh, maybe around town here, too, that say if you park here illegally and not doing business with us or after hours, your car will be towed and here's where it will be. And you will pay a tow fee plus getting a back fee from the impound lot. That's legal. All right. You All don't right. have to have a person there and gate the lot. You can do that. But writing these tickets, maybe there is something. Now, you know Detroit. Maybe they passed something for the Illiches to allow them to do this. Yeah. There might be a city code. Right, and that's why uh, Duggan said, uh, go talk to them. All right, George, thanks a lot for calling in. I appreciate that. Uh, I want, you know what? I am going to bring up this University of Michigan football team. Do, does he support, do they support people who hate America? And it's about 
Colin Kaepernick. I believe I put out my case in what I wrote, why I believe he hates America. I'm, I got an interesting uh, response from someone on a sports page that I also want to delve into. And uh, it'll open your eyes to what some of these uh, people are thinking. Uh, but before I do that, I see I have someone up on the line who is a lawyer. So I, that's why I want to put this on hold. And I want to go to the, that I hope I have here. Yeah, here it is. Something I've been sitting on for a couple days that I wanted to talk about, but I didn't because I was in communication with some lawyers to try to find out legal, not legal, or what. And that's this. You may have heard about this. California, California is the first in the nation task force on reparations that voted last Tuesday to limit state compensations to, to descendants of free and enslaved black people who were in the U.S. in the 19th century, narrowly rejecting a proposal to include all black people regardless of lineage that's what the ap reported so the vote was five to four they said the hours-long debate with this group was at times testy and emotional the president of the san francisco branch of the naacp and vice chair of the task force pleaded with the commission to move ahead with a clear definition of who would be eligible for restitution quote please 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 i beg us tonight Take the first step. We've got to give emergency treatment to where it is needed, end quote. Now, Gavin Newsom signed legislation creating a two-year reparations task force in 2020. That made California the only state to move ahead with a study and a plan. Their mission was to study the institution of slavery and its harm and to educate the public about its findings. Now, this is, they're attempting this reparations at every level, state level, federal level, city level. The mayor of Providence, Rhode Island, announced a city commission in February while the city of Boston is considering a proposal to form its own reparations commission. So it's city level, state level, federal level. Chicago, a suburb of Chicago, Evanston, Illinois, became the first U.S. state uh, city, I should say, to make reparations available to black residents last year. Although there were some who say the program has done nothing to right a wrong. A wrong that ended, my friends, I have all the information here, 157 years ago. On December 18th, 1865. California's task force members, in which they say nearly all of whom can trace their families back to enslaved ancestors in the U.S., we're aware that their deliberations over a pivotal question will shape reparations discussion across the country. And that means who to give it to. Now, my first thought was, this has got to be illegal. How can you take taxpayer money and say, we are going to give it to this color, but not that color? Regardless of the slavery issue, take that out. How do you take taxpayer dollars and say, we're going to give it to this sex, not that sex, which they kind of do now, be honest with you, when it comes to business 
uh, money for uh, to help people start their businesses. All I would believe unconstitutional. These people who sit there and say you can't take public school dollars to help private school dollars. Why? We're taking everybody else's tax dollars and giving it to other people that are different than the people who are paying. So that's what I was looking into. And the lawyers that I spoke to all believe that this would fall on the side of being illegal, unconstitutional. They go on to say that others in the task force argued that reparations should include all black people in the United States who suffer from systemic racism in housing, education, and employment and said they were defining eligibility too soon in the process. How do you prove that they're suffering uh, systemic racism in housing, education, and employment? If they, if it, maybe it's just that they're not uh, doing their best to help themselves. Did they get pregnant? Or did they get someone pregnant when uh, early when they were young? Because that hurts them. Did they not afford themselves of all the free co education they can have? Did they leave early? Are they not trying to better themselves? Those are all questions that need to be answered. Because we keep hearing about this nebulous systemic racism and they can never... Uh, define it. So they passed it. I don't. I. I don't know if it has to move on now to the legislature. Who has to? I assume. My whole point is this: How do you take money from one group of people and then give it to another based on their color? Because that's what people who want reparations want to do. I looked at it, and again, remember, it was December 18th, 1865, the 13th Amendment was adopted. That ended slavery. A horrible, horrible time in our lives. Just think how much better our lives would be, uh, it, it, our social discussion, because the race hustlers continue to push this so they don't have to have real jobs and they can just have people donate money and they get a lot of money to do this. And the race hustlers will always point back to something that happened 157 years ago. Yes, I know that after that, it, it for many years, it was a definite issue. Jim Crow laws. Wait, California was never a slave state. Did you know that? California never had Jim Crow laws. How does California then do this? So what's being requested in the reparations movement is this. The taking of money from people who did not discriminate. By that, I mean did not enslave anybody and give those people's money to people who did not suffer any discrimination via slavery, right? So it's really a bait and switch because when you bring that up, they'll say, well, because of that slavery 157 years ago and the discrimination that definitely went on for a long time, these people are harmed. Okay, but that has nothing to do with slavery then, right? You're talking about discrimination, not slavery. So it's kind of a bait and switch. Because they say the reparations are for slavery, but then they say they want them for reparations of racial discrimination, not slavery. 
The commission headed by this guy has taken a position that limiting reparations to slave descendants or to the Americans whose ancestors were free blacks living during the time of slavery ignores the effects of racism and that persisted for more than a century after the emancipation. Okay, I got you. It was there. I'm with you. But don't sell us a Cadillac and then when we get there, you get a Pinto. Just say, no, nah, this has nothing to do with slavery. It has to do with discrimination that happened. Now, we've passed all kinds of laws to mitigate those issues. The 1968 Fair Housing Act, the 1977 Community and Reinvestment Act, affirmative action laws. What are your thoughts? 269-441-9595. I'll take a quick break. Come back on the other side. You're listening to Live with Rank. I am having fun. I'm just getting lucky finding some of these songs. I go into this segment not knowing what I'm going to play the next time. Free Speech Friday, I get to play whatever I want to play. Just like you guys get to call in with whatever you want. And I, uh, I, I truly love rock and roll and all kinds of music. So I'm kind of fire up in here. Brad, my uh, producer and call screener, would tell you he probably hears me singing uh, back there. So uh, just having some fun. Let's go back to the phone lines. And uh, da, 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 John from Portage, Northern Good morning, Portage. Morning, Rank. Can you hear me all right? I, I, if you're on a speaker, it's best to get off if you can. I, well, it'd be very hard to hear me. You've been complaining when I'm not on the speaker. Really? It's better. That, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can hear you very well. Okay. Now, the first thing I really called about was the tickets issued by the Olympia Corporation. Right. You have to understand something about Michigan law that uh, some of the very good attorneys on uh, your uh, show that show up often, like yesterday, you had some very bright one about uh, doing a directed verdict and what have you. But you got them all over the place. And guys like George and guys like Cy that are up on stuff under Michigan law. By way of example, an apartment house, if you're late on your rent, cannot issue a penalty. They can issue an additional fee for something else, but not a penalty. And the Olympic Corporation is not representing the city municipality that I know of unless there is legislation that supports them to issue tickets in the name of the city municipality because this is a public action on behalf of the public. This is not a private action, as I would understand it. Now, remember, I haven't sat down and done a case on on uh, anything like this in 25 years. So you have to understand it that way. But I believe it's a penalty. I think it's civil, and it's not enforceable. And I believe a clever attorney that has the time can do a class action against Olympia. Yeah, because you just can't. Uh, so I, it, it, you and you've been practicing law in Michigan here for a while, uh, believe there's just there's nothing that gives them the authority to collect money uh via parking tickets um well it's as just they're like doing. Uh, on the internet paypal someone representing saying their paypal sends me these bills i got a bill for 675 dollars yesterday for a tv i know nothing about paypal has nothing on it these people just sent it anyone can send you a bill and if you pay it well you know then you got to fight to get it back right right Good luck. Hello? Now, yeah. the next thing 
that you spoke about that's really interesting. And again, I didn't study it. But I can tell you what comes to mind when I hear about uh, reparations for systemic racism. First of all. Well, okay, hold on, hold on. So you're, you're delineating between slavery and racism now. Well, this is what they're predicating it on, okay? Well, well, and, uh, they're saying they should get, and I would be 100% in their corner if there were any slaves still living. For instance, you remember in, uh, the Japanese that uh, the Democrats interned during World War II? Yes. All right. They were all paid during, I think it was Reagan, signed something that gave them $20,000 a piece. But you had to have been in the you were the actual one affected by it i'd be all for that but obviously it's 157 years ago so if you want to go down the road what i'm trying to point out of reparations don't do a bait and switch it has nothing to do with slavery and it has everything to do with what you feel is discrimination which definitely occurred for a long time right until the civil rights bills and everything else uh, stopped it does it still occur yeah it's always going to occur i believe that i'm discriminated against because i'm politically challenged you know so uh it's always going to happen i'm not not to belittle what's happening out there but my my point being is i think we have to delineate and not do the bait and switch of uh, slavery as uh, as opposed to discrimination well, here is what you have to remember. Well, I, I just talked my way into, and I again, I if you can hold on, John, I'm sorry. I had to go to a break. I specifically asked him to hold on because I knew he would want to talk about this. It just took longer than I expected to uh, explain it all. But it's Free Speech Friday. If John can hold on, we'll hear his thoughts coming up in this next uh, segment, which is the first segment of the next hour. We'll get into my University of Michigan making Colin Kaepernick an honorary captain during spring break, that piece I wrote, and more. 269-441-9595. You listen live with Rank. It's Free Speech Friday. Give us a call.